<sighs> yeah, they're having me do this too. So welcome to keep your slightly larger hat on. Bits and bobs the boys couldn't quite squeeze into just one hat. Where we're going, who the hell knows? But here it comes. So enjoy. 80s music. Uh, Music you know what's crazy? Just it's lately. Me. Oh, I, you know what? I've been cringing. There's plenty of good stuff there. And it's a dad moment. Really? It's my dad moment. So um, in my feed, I've been getting a lot of ads for VSTs, which are plugins for yeah. for 80s synthesizers. And I've been. Uh, oh, yeah. And at one point I went. Oh man, I lived through that. I don't want to revisit that. And then yeah, you're uh, like, "Holy shit!" You're making, you're making that's my dad. That's on. what my dad said Come about on, the man. '60s. Sweet, sweet right? dreams, sweet dreams by the Eurythmics is still one of the greatest. Well, the, rhythm, the Eurythmics stand all by themselves, but uh, for the most part, when we're talking about those '80 synths, you know what comes to mind drum is like machines. Miami Vice and and that oh, kind of stuff. Hey man, you if, know, if something if careful. something if something <laughs> if something stirs an emotion in your heart, music has done its job. Whether yeah. or not it's entirely for you is. Totally different, but now you're making me I want happen... to dig out my Moog cookbook CDs from the and 90s. There you go. Well, and you know, one of these days, one <laughs> one of the things that I am definitely going to do in this show is have a segment that focuses on Wendy Carlos Williams. Oh, oh fuck yes! Yeah. Uh, because fair enough, I didn't, I didn't God, grok. On Buck. Oh yeah, I didn't fuck. grok back I when I was a kid. Out. That. <laughs> Carlos Williams and Wendy Williams were the same thing, oh. and that she was that she was yeah. a, a trans person. Yeah, yeah. And one of the my, first people to come out like that. And, and mm -hmm. one of uh, yeah. my mom, my mother, rest her, was one of the most progressive women I have ever had in my life, and she was very aware. Um, and yeah, she got me spaced out Bach, switched on Bach. All yeah. everybody was riffing on Bach back in the day. Um, and it was the acid, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, uh -oh. no, mom wasn't big on acid. Um, that was me. Um, Bach was always best but, on acid. Always was best with like classical music for me. That's really odd, right? Vivaldi and Bach just. Oh, you want to lose your shit? Vivaldi. Take yeah. a tab and listen to Paganini. Oh yeah, and his caprices. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And just go. No, I understand why people thought you were possessed. I understand. Well, you can, I mean, I assume you were able to like see the trails of the notes. I always saw the color trails oh. interweaving each other that way in the in Yeah, the no, the synesthesia with something like that is just off the fucking chart. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, that you 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 didn't actually. You gave me I got, this is definitely a bonus segment here. We're talking drugs and music. Yeah, you um, got me wondering how Segovia would be on on acid. I mean, lovely. Awesome. That could be amazing. <laughs> Freaking It's really weird that you bring that up. Awesome. because i just had i was just having uh my my music robot um i was looking through uh you have the ability at times to look through what are your most recent calls and how often your calls to your amazon device uh get used oh. <laughs> and uh the the number one the number one song that i've requested on my amazon bot has been john prine's paradise because oh. that's that's my all-time favorite john prine song hard to argue um right uh and uh the the artist that i most frequently call to amazon to play for me is andrea segovia oh sure. because uh, i will just put segovia on when i'm making coffee in the morning yeah. and something quiet all right guys let's get back to it here um we yeah, are i just want to say real quick uh kind of paradoxically i'm not totally against 
the sense of the 80s. In the 80s, I spent a lot of time with Jean-Michel Jarre. So Okay. That and that's a whole different thing though. Yeah, yeah. Tubular Bells was kind of a masterpiece. <laughs> it it was Oh yeah, Mike and, Oldfield. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, oh, that's right. I always mix those two up. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jean-Michel Jarre was more uh, I, avant-garde. I, I, yeah, I did do a um, bit of I did do a bit of time with with Jure. He he he's kind of in that canon with Van, uh, Vangelis. Uh, yes, Vangelis, very yeah. much. And I was I got plugged into Vangelis very very early on uh, in my life, not Mark's life, but my life because um, I wanted to know who did the theme music used on. Carl Sagan's Cosmos. Oh, sure. Because yeah, right. I loved yeah. that introduction. Oh. And so uh, suddenly, then then when Chariots of Fire came out, oh, I was just like, oh, I know who this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there is one blues song used in Cosmos, and it, it's on the Cosmos soundtrack CD that mm-hmm. opened my world to one of the greatest blues guitarists that most people have never heard of in their lives, Roy B. Cannon. Yep. Mm. Uh, and the track that they use on Cosmos, uh, Sweet Bird of Truth. Yep. Uh, I mean, lovely. it, it just gives me shivers okay. every that's time. That's because I hear it. Sagan was such a fucking iconoclast. And yeah. I, that's still one of my favorite Sagan uh, stories of all time was uh, when he and Ann Drunyan were coming up with the music to include on the disc that went out on Voyager 1 and 2. Somebody was saying, well, you know, you've got this included and this included. Um, you've only picked uh, one Bach tune. Wh- why is that? And he's like, well, if we put more than one Bach tune on, we just look like we were showing off. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I will tell you this. This is really, it's just, this cracks story. me up because, um, you know, I'm still friends with the guys who I was in <clears throat> real trouble with my freshman year in high school. And um, that was the year I discovered Ozzy, you know. So this is 1971. Right. So early, you know, or, you know, early yeah. Black Sabbath and that shit, you can imagine with big speakers cranked up oh, yeah. <clears throat> and enough strawberry mask, you could really go places. Right. Well, uh-huh. what's funny about this to me is like I had a very intense and brief um, <clears throat> excursion into, into chemistry. <laughs> it, only, <laughs> it only lasted one year before I crash landed this thing and didn't and I was able to walk away. But, so that was it. But the funny part about this was like, you know, it's, I think, you know, although I went in as like a complete headbanger right in that in that mm-hmm. 71 72 vintage crowd i was at a party one night tripping and somebody had put the bach on and my my dad had always come home my dad was a terrific piano player and he would come home from work and play the piano for like an hour after work and he was always playing bach and chopin and that stuff so it was like we had a really good acquaintance but i'm listening to this bach and that was i sort of passed out of my headbanger stage because of segovia there you go and just hey, weird, right yeah. What's your favorite Black Sabbath song? Oh, this is itching for a fight. Mm. It's on the Paranoid album. The whole Paranoid okay. album to me is like that's the first the first Black Sabbath. What's the what's the opening one with a dang with the bell going in the background? Yeah. Oh, yeah. NIB. Can I be? Yeah. That one. Yeah. But then when when Led's, when uh, Black Sabbath four came out, the Paranoid album, man, mm-hmm. that was the that was the shit. That was like yeah. that was it for me. And I'm gonna for- I hate to say it, but like uh, Iron Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Iron Man is uh, it, it, it's a great song. My, uh, if I have to take my favorite favorite out of the list and pick my second, it's always Fairies Wear Boots. Ugh. I just, oh, I, 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 argue, I so man. got off. I so got off on the absurdity of that mm-hmm, and yeah. just feeling all the crazy. 
being rammed into one song yeah. that was really entertaining. Oh, Robert, um, I will tell you what I will tell you what my favorite uh, my favorite heavy metal song of all time is, and this this came back to me only a couple of years ago when Mr. Trump got elected, and it was uh, Steppenwolf's Monster. Oh, okay, oh, right, right, on. right, right. There you go. So for and me, just... my money is on, uh, and while I love Black Sabbath. Yeah. Uh, it's some incredible stuff, yeah. but never say die for my oh, right money. On. I always come back to that. Hard to argue. Yeah. 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 And you know, my, my thing is that <laughs> I was, I was, I went through and I, I consider myself a, a black Sabbath Aussie fan musically, musically when Ronnie James Dio joined black mm. Sabbath, mm. the whole game changed mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And I still, my top three live albums of all time are Deep Purple, Made in Japan. Yeah. Mm, um, good choice. But my really, my favorite live album of all time is Black Sabbath's Live Evil. Yeah. It, when when they play E5150 before Mob Rules, Yeah. I, I remember the first time I heard that. It was good classic sitting in somebody's shag-carpeted basement <laughs> corner mm-hmm. uh, with headphones on, you know, and, and everything smelling weird. Um, <clears throat> but I just remember... When the beginning plucks of the strings for E5150, I was just like, this is what hell sounds like. (laughs) This is what it sounds like to be in hell. I have seen Black Sabbath a number of times, including the original lineup a few times. The one regret that I have is I never got to see the Dio lineup. Mm-hmm. I got to That's see Dio a number of times. I never got to see him with Black Sabbath. Yeah, I nor saw did Dio. I get to see him when they switched over and started calling themselves Heaven and Hell. I got to um, see I got to see Gillen with the band with with Black Sabbath. <laughs> uh, and by the way, favorite Deep that, Purple song is Perfect Strangers for me. I love uh, that good, song. That's good choice. Up there, um, I know that uh, Richie Blackmore hates it, but I don't care. Oh, That's just yeah, I got to see him on both. Of, I got to see him on both those tours. I got to see him on the reunion tour and then house of blue light after that so for me deep purple has to be highway star yeah that yeah uh, yeah, it's got to be highway star and then and then for black sabbath off of uh sabotage megalomania Mm. oh nice nice yeah he does it for yeah nice deep tracks my number one gillen of all time though is still jesus christ superstar (laughs) (laughs) well that certainly was more stuff I guess Keep Your Hat On is brought to you by the Narrowband Broadcast Network in conjunction with PodSquadPDX.com If you've got ideas for the show, feel free to drop us a line at TalkBack at KYHOPodcast.com And yeah, as always again, don't forget to like, click, subscribe Etc. Etc. Blah 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 blah. You know the deal, but it really does help us out. So, so do it. I'm your announcer, Michael Brumage, and I am so not responsible. Until next time, for Rob, Chris, Doctor Mark, and of course Andy. Keep your head on. We may end up miles from here again. NBBN. Band Broadcast Network. The focus is on you.